This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Father, we bless your name. Thank you. Thank you. Because what we are doing here now is not new to you. After all, that is what the angels are doing now. It's not new to you. That is what the 24 elders are doing always. We just want to say thank you. Blessed be your name. As we go into your word, send your word unto us. And we vow to bring the glory back to you. Thank you for the testimonies. Thank you for preservation of life from gunshot. Who could have done it except you? That's why we say, Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Jehovah Adonai. You desire would you say hallelujah yeah yeah Jehovah Adonai you desire the glory jam your hands together for Jesus and help me celebrate my father his name is Jesus he is the pillar that holds our life Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up, lift it up. Psalm 47, verse 1 says, Clap your hand, O ye people. Shout with the voice of triumph unto the King of Kings. Woo! Woo! Father, we thank you. Amen. Uh, please turn your Bible with me. The Lord began a, 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 a teaching on the, this morning on pleasing God in a world of uncertainty. And so this afternoon, by the grace of God, we are going to be looking at the life of a man called Enoch. Enoch. The Bible tells us that this man pleased the Lord. So that tells me that I can please the Lord. If Enoch could do it, then I can do it. Then you can do it. Tell your neighbor, if God, if God helped Enoch to please God, then you can please God. Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5. And somebody can read for us. And I'd like you to pay rapt attention. Hear what God has to say to you. Hear what God has to say to you. He's speaking. He's speaking every second. Genesis 5. Verse 21. If you are there, you can read. And Enoch. And Enoch. Okay. Uh huh. And Enoch walked with God. You will walk with God. Yeah. I say, You will walk with God. Yeah. Uh huh. That means Enoch was a married man, he had children. He had neighbors. He had friends. Everything you can see about a married man, you could also see them about in Enoch. Go ahead. And all the days of Enoch were, were 365 years. Hmm. And Enoch walked with God. 
God, God said there is somebody here. He said because he has preserved your life that you walk with him. He said you will not die young. Yeah. Why? Because your life will be so sweet to the point that he will say, my son, don't go yet. Just don't go. My daughter, just still hold on. Did you see the story of Anna as well in the Bible? Who had become a widow from age 40. And this woman, the Bible tells us that, you see, every day she keep fasting and praying and staying in the temple. God told her, you will not see death until you see Jesus face to face. And when they brought Jesus to the temple, and she said, now my Lord. You see, if somebody tells you you will die, tell the person it's not your time. God still reveals to people when they will die. He still tells people when their time is over. I say your time is not over yet. I say you still have a lot of years ahead of you. You will not die. Your family will not die. Say I will not die. I will live. And I will walk with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now Hebrew chapter 5. I mean, chapter 11. Enoch, the man who pleased the Lord. Part 2. Enoch, the man who pleased the Lord. Hebrew 11, verse 5. By faith. This man called Enoch was translated. That he should not see that. I pray for you, you will not see death in this year. You didn't hear me. I said you will not see death in this year. Your family will not see death in this year. Go ahead. Because God had translated him. Look at this. He had this testimony. That he pleased God. You are going to pray and say, Father, I want to please you. Help me as you help Enoch. Make that your prayer. Are you praying? He had this testimony. What is God's testimony about you, son, ma? Can I ask you, what is God saying about you now? Don't allow financial problem to take you away from God. What is God's testimony about you? He pleased God. Who told you it's not possible to please God? Who told you? Who told you? It could be your name. It could be your name. Put your name there. Put your name there. Enoch, the man who pleased God. He pleased the Lord. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. You see what your future will look like. You already know it now. You have a glimpse already. He had this testimony. Why is it important for us to assess ourselves daily to know whether we are pleasing God? So that on the last day, we will not hear a voice say, Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. As Christian, it is not enough to be born again. 
It is not enough to belong to a church. You must strive to please God. And God will not ask you what is impossible. So what is God's testimony about your life right now? Let's look at some practical ways by which we can please God. Romans chapter 8, where we took our study from in the morning. Practical ways by which you can please God. Number one, desire a personal encounter with God. Desire it. Just desire. Say, Lord, I, I want to know this God you are talking about. I want to know you when I sleep, in, sleep. I want to know you. When I'm driving, I want to know you. Desire a personal encounter with him. While you have your finger in Romans chapter 8, Philippians chapter 3, Philippians 3 verse 10, that I may know him, may know him and, the and the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. Being made conformable unto his death. Conformable unto his death. Desire a personal encounter with God. For you to know God, God has to reveal himself to you. And that's why the Bible tells us in Psalm 103 verse 7. He made known, he made known, he made known his ways unto Moses. It could be your name that is there. And God will make known his ways. I say he will make known his ways unto you today. In the name of Jesus. He made known his ways unto Moses. God revealed himself and introduced himself. To Moses in Exodus chapter 3. You see, God appeared to him using an angel. And he saw a bush that was burning. That was because God wanted to get his attention. God has been using different means to reveal himself to you, but you are not paying attention. I pray for you. You will know this God. I say you will know this God. You will know this God. Why growing up, I never knew what the, the future holds. But there was a testimony about me that my mom shared. My mom said that, uh, that she knew that this one would be a man of God. And she wasn't even born again, no. But she said, when, when we were little children, she said, there's something about this boy. She, that was what she told me before she died. But one thing I know within me is that I desire to know God. And so when we were in school, something happened. One day I slept. And it was as if I was alone all over the world. Everywhere was, uh, you know, the sky. And I heard his voice. David, my anointing will not run dry over you. This is my covenant with you. And I woke up on campus. 
and after that encounter. Can I ask you, Samba, what has God really encountered you? Has he really encountered you? If God has not encountered you, you need to desire for it, task for it, pan for it. What is this covenant that you can hold on to? You say you are born again. Then we thank God for that. What is the covenant that you are holding? I say, Lord, you are the God who appeared to me. And that's why Jacob could pray and he fast back to Bethel. Abraham could pray. Can I ask, what is your, what is your place of encounter? You must desire it. You are going to rise up on your feet and pray. You are going to say, Father, please pray. You are going to say, Father, I have heard people's testimony of their encounter with you. It is my turn to encounter you. May today my day of encounter. Go ahead and pray. We cast down a crown. Crown, crown, Jehovah Adonai, you desire. Is he hearing you? Is he hearing you? He knows when you are praying with your heart, he knows it. Now I crown, 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 Jehovah Adonai, you desire the glory. Your majesty, tell, Jehovah Adonai, you deserve the glory. Hallelujah, yeah, yeah, Jehovah Tikenu, you deserve. Say, Lord, it is my turn. You are not praying like someone who really wants an encounter. You see, in that encounter is the solution to all problems. That's why God has called us to preach about him and his kingdom. You see, problem will be solved when you receive the word. Ah. Jehovah Adonai. Your majesty, tea, tea, Jehovah, male, coco, my say, I am not in life for an encounter, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Say a loud amen. You may take your seat. See, talking about encounter. You see, brother, it wasn't just a one-time encounter. And that is the problem with some people. Go visit you today, and then you think that is over. Something happened when I got to Canada. I was believing the Lord for, on something. And then I started fasting for seven days. On the first day of fasting and prayer. This first encounter where he made a covenant with me on campus. And after that, a lot of things began to happen. But this one, when I came to Canada, so to tell you that even though God had encountered, there is more. There is more. 
And so in that seven uh, days fasting and prayer and the first day, you see, this one God appeared in an image as a person. On Pembina Highway, I was living on Pembina Highway, in here in Winnipeg. He appeared to me. In that first encounter, I only heard his voice. I didn't see anything. But this one, I, he appeared to me. And he was showing me Enoch. I mean, uh, Noah. And Moses. And I remember, after I woke up from that revelation, I called the brother I was living with. I had forgotten that it was voicemail. And I was saying, I saw Enoch. Uh, I saw Noah. I saw Moses. I saw Jesus. I was saying, so it was first message I was leaving and I didn't know. For me, I called the brother so I was for something, but it has, I, saw, I was just saying, I saw Noah. I saw Moses. I saw Jesus. And then the brother, when the brother got the chance to, he said, he called, called, brother David, are you okay? I said, I'm okay. He said, what I said, I was just hearing, I saw Noah. I saw Moses. I saw Jesus. I said, I'm sorry. I didn't know he went to voice me. Desire an encounter with God. Desire it. That's why Paul said that I may know him. Enoch desire it. Abraham desire it. Desire it. Young man, this is the time to desire an encounter with God. Young brother, this is the time to desire an encounter with God. There is no man that encounter God genuinely and his life remains the same. Check it. Till now. Just tell me one. Today you will encounter God. Number two. Practical ways to please God. Have faith in God. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Please read again from verse 1. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh huh. But after the Spirit, uh -huh. for the Lord of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus uh -huh. has made me Uh -huh. Because the carnal mind is empty against God. Uh -huh. For it is not subject to the law of God. Okay. Neither indeed can be. Uh -huh. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Hallelujah. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. You may sit down. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Your inability to act in faith. It's a sign that you are in the flesh. If you are not in the flesh, the spirit will tell you, walk by faith. And you say, okay, sir. You see, this is our generation of, uh, uh, this uh, generation of uh, grace, grace, grace. Grace that have not been rooted. Uh, grace, grace, grace. That is what our young people now want to hear. They enjoy sin and they say grace, grace, cover them. Mm. 
God has not changed. And his standard has not changed. Have faith in God. Faith is the key. The gateway to pleasing God. Faith triggers you to believe that God is and is able to do all things. Tell yourself, my God is able to do all things. You are not saying it as if you mean it well. Say, my God is able to do all things. My God is able to do all things. I want you to rise up on your feet and walk up to three people and tell them, your God, my God is able to do all things. Now, remain standing. You are going to clap your hand. We are going to clap. My God can do all things. My God can do all things. My God can do all things. Louder, louder. My God can do all things. My God can do all things. Jesus can do all things. My God can do all things. My God can do what 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 Yeah, he can do My God can do what Our God can do what he can't do what My God can do what My God can do what Yeah, he can do what 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 he can do what? Ladder, 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 your hand, your hand. Oh, he can do what? 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 God can do what? He can do what? He can do what? Just believe, believe, God do what? He can do what? He can do what? He can do what? He can do what? Now begin to tell him about that thing. Tell him about that thing. Tell him about it. I know you can do what thing. If Sarah could conceive at age 90 what Kizika he cannot do. The church God man that is possible. The children of a Jew will be saved. We believe by faith. 
We appropriate it into our, into our bone, our marrows, our hearts by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Devil tells you your tomorrow is not all right. Tell devil my tomorrow is all right. Tell devil, devil says you will die of that plague that your mother suffered. Tell devil is a lie. Because my God can do what Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Take your seat. What you hear is important. But it's not as important as what you believe. You hear the word of faith? Praise God for that. But do you believe the word of faith? And who you believe matters. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 says, The joy shall live by his faith. Not God's faith. So everyone has a faith on his own. The joy shall live by his faith. I have a faith. You have faith. The joy shall live by his faith. His faith. So build up your faith. Stop, don't, don't say, yeah, it's grace, 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 grace. Yes, there is grace. Build up your faith in God. And that's why Jude tells us, Jude 20. Building up yourself on your, look at it, personal faith. Stop appropriating the faith of your parents, the faith of your friends, the faith of your pastor to yourself. No, have faith for your own self. Build up your faith in God. That's one way to please God. Have faith that in 2020, it's indeed your year of double. Number three, practical ways to please God. Mortify the flesh. Romans 8, 8 tells us, So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. The flesh represents the old man in us. The life of sin. The life that wants revenge. The life of fornication. The life of lying. The life of indecent dressing. Mention them. The old man. You need to mortify it if you must please God. Colossians chapter 3 gave us a clear picture of how we can mortify the flesh. Mortify. If you want to please God, you must deal with this flesh. Because the flesh is always an enemy of the spirit of God. Look at it. It's there in the book of Romans chapter 8. It's an enmity against God always. The spirit of God will say fast, my son. It's 50 days fasting and prayer. Your flesh will say you need some rest. Colossians 3. Let's read from verse 1. Uh-huh. Seek those things which are about. Sir and my, you see, one sign we will know whether you are born again are the things that you are seeking. If the things that you are seeking daily are the things here, there's a sign that you are not born again yet. Seek those things which are above. Go ahead, sir. Set your affection, Set your affection on things above. Uh huh. 
See, a dead man knows nothing. A dead man knows nothing. You see all this uh, barrier that you hear people say, uh, uh, let's give him befitting barrier. A dead man doesn't know nothing. All those things are just for people in the world. A dead man knows nothing. Because ye are dead. What that means is that if you are born again, you are already dead. The old man is dead. It is no longer you that live, but Christ that lives. Go ahead, sir. When Christ, who is our life, uh -huh. shall appear, okay. then shall he also appear with him in glory. Uh -huh. Mortify, therefore. Mortify. Put it under control. The flesh says slap. You say no. Put it under control. The flesh says take revenge. You say no. Put it under control. You want to please God? You must tame this flesh. If you will not, you can't please God. Go ahead, sir. Your members. Your members. Which are upon the earth. Which are upon the earth. For as long as you are here on earth, you must tame it. Yes, you can't please God. Now, see. Look at the things. Go ahead. Fornication. Uh-huh. 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 And covetousness. Covetousness. Which is idolatry. These are the things that the flesh wants. The flesh will tell you, say, uh, see, he has a car. You don't have a car. Just look at it. And you say you are serving God. Go ahead. For which he said, uh -huh. the wrath of God comment on the children of disobedience. Uh -huh. In which he also walked some time uh -huh. when he lived you see, when you mortify the flesh, it is no longer you that leave it. No wonder Paul said. It is no longer me that is living. Because Colossians 3, 3 said that your life is now hid in Christ. So if you are walking on the street, who is walking? Jesus. You are sleeping. Who is walking? Even when Satan comes, or witches and wizards comes, what they will see is Jesus. Say, ah! We can't touch this one. Because your life is now hidden, Christ. Go ahead, sir. He says, but now, but now, he also uh -huh. put off all this. So how can you mortify the flesh? Put it off. Put it off. The same way you will pull out your clothes when you get to your house. Put it off. The same way you remove dirty clothes. Remove them. Remove anger. Remove bitterness. Remove bit, uh, you know, uh, bickering. Remove all works of the flesh. Put them off. Go ahead. Anger. Uh huh. Wrath. Uh huh. Malice. Uh huh. Blasphemy. Uh huh. Tearing communication. Uh huh. Out of the mouth. Uh huh. Lie not one to another. Lie not one to another. If you see enjoy lie, is a sign that you are in the flesh and you can't please God. Go ahead. See that he have put off the old man. Put them off. Take them away. Go ahead. With his deeds. Uh huh. Now, so one, you put off the old man and then you put on the new man. Go ahead. That is why it is important to be in the presence of God all the time. That is why it's very important. Philosophy will not put up the old man in you. 
All the theories, all the internet, they won't put it up. In fact, they add more to it. But in Christ Jesus, in his world, then you put on the new man. Go ahead, sir. Uh -huh. You see, it is the flesh that begins to differentiate. Uh, this one is from uh, Quara. This one is from uh, Redeem. This one is from Dipala. This one is from this one. In heaven, there is no division. It is the flesh. And you see, anything that the flesh produces, it is flesh that you see out of it. You see a church by flesh, you will see flesh out of it. These are simple. It's everything that flesh produces, the end result is not eternal, it's flesh. Check it. Go ahead. Bavaria, Cynthia, born, not free. But Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness. That is a new man. Bowels of mercy. I was sharing with some brethren, the ministers and the, the man on the keyboard. I said, while we were here, sinner, Christ died for us. Bowel of mercy. Bowel of mercy. Kindness. Put them on. Don't say, well, your, your, your own nature is that you find it hard to, to show people love. It's a lie. Mortify the flesh. Put on the new man. Go ahead. Humble yourself. Meekness. Be patient with God. Tell your neighbor, be patient with God. Tell your neighbor, be patient with God. That is one of the signs of the new man. Go ahead. Bear with one another. And for these are the signs of the new man that every one of us must. If you want to please God, you must bear one another. Go ahead. If I thought there's any quarrel among us, even as Christ forgave you, so also for you know when I asked, I said, God, why did you say I depart from me, you workers of He said, Look at it here. So, brethren, being born again is one thing. But you must mortify this flesh. If you won't mortify, there's no way you can please God. There is no shortcut. It doesn't matter the amount of man of God or how many times you fall down. You fall down, you see, see yourself doing the same thing. You fall down again today, you see, see yourself doing the same thing. You fall down, you go for another revival, you fall down. You keep falling down, you keep falling down. Yet as you are rising up, the flesh is saying, I am here. I am here. I am here. I'm here. Go ahead. And above all this. Above all this. Put on charity. Which is the form of perfectness. Uh -huh. And let the peace of God rule in your heart. Let, you, see, you, see, you see, no matter what you are going through now, let the peace of God rule in your heart. Why are you troubled? Did you create yourself? Did you write any letter to God that you want to come to the world? I did not write any letter. I don't know whether the mommies can tell us, but I didn't write any. Have peace. That is part of faith. That is part of the new man. Even though there is trouble, the new man will say, no problem. I know whom I have believed. You see him staggering like this. That he is able to keep that. That is the new man. Which have committed. But the old man. But the new man will say, I know whom 
I am believing and I'm persuaded. Ah, are you not coming to church? Ah, I'm coming, I have to be in church. But the old man, uh, you know. To the witch. Ye are called in one body. Thank you, sir. I like the way you read it. Let the word of God dwell richly in you. To mortify the flesh, let this word dwell richly in you. I was talking to somebody who was, you know, you see something related to flesh. <laughs> and I said, see, you want to overcome the flesh? Flee from sin. From what you told me, you see, you are in the circle of sin. And I say, give up this sin. You say, no, you can't give up. I said, then the question is, how do you want to be free? There's no way. And yet the same thing keeps hurting you, but you say you won't give up. So mortify the flesh. Mortify. One of the ways, dwell, let the word of God dwell richly. In verse 6, let the word of God dwell richly in you in all wisdom. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalm and in hymns. So, don't think that when you see me singing psalm and hymn, you see that it's old school. Jesus Christ sang psalm and hymn with his disciples. Look at it, and he said, and spiritual songs like the one we are singing here, that is how to mortify the flesh. Singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God and the Father. The cross is the place where the, for, the, the, the flesh can be mortified. Bring it to the cross. Google will not help you to mortify the flesh. It will add to it. Bring it to the cross. Come to the cross and say, Jesus, I need help. Crucify this flesh. Because anything that flesh produces, the end result is flesh. And the Bible says, no flesh, you know, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. No wonder. Some people say, ah, we fasted, we are, you know, we preach, we perform signs and wonder. But God will say, ah, there's, there's so much flesh in you that you can't enter this place. That will not be your testimony. I said that will not be your testimony. Number four. Practical ways to please God. We said number one, desire a personal encounter with God. Number two, have faith in God. Number three, mortify the flesh. Crucify it. Number four, walk daily in the spirit. Walk daily in the spirit and live in the spirit. Some, you know, some of our wonderful youth here, when I talk, they say, uh, this man is too spiritual. Walk in the spirit. You want to please God? You think if by walking in the flesh, you cannot please God by... Walk in the spirit. What does it mean to walk in the spirit? It simply means that you are led always by the spirit of God. You want to speak, you are in a meeting, and the thing is boiling. And the Spirit of God will say, don't speak. Okay. Walking in the Spirit. Or maybe, uh, even though you don't know how to pay your rent, and money is very plenty, and then your roommate's money falls on the ground, and it's enough to pay rent, and your roommate is not around, the flesh will say, oh boy, opportunity of a lifetime. Grab it. The Spirit of God will say, don't 
touch the money. Have faith. Walk daily in the spirit. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 tells us. There is therefore no condemnation. Uh -huh. You see the part that we quote all the time is the first part. Read it again, sir. That's the part we quote. But we, many people know that one. People know that one. Who walk not after the flesh? This part is where people don't know. Go ahead. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit? That part, people miss it. So the condemnation will not come when you refuse to walk in the flesh. But you decide to walk in the spirit. Don't say, ah, they are provoking me. It's because there is anger there. Yeah, if this is not there. Is it not what is there that you can provoke? Eh? It's, it's as simple. Oh, they are tempting you to sin. It is because he's, he's still there. Let us not deceive ourselves. Walk in the spirit daily. Walk in the spirit. Walk before me and be perfect. Many people are walking outside of God, but they think they are walking in God. Father Abraham, after he slept with uh, the servant, our guy, the next thing that happened, Genesis 17 verse 1. And when Abraham was 90, 99 years old, uh -huh. and now, uh -huh. the Lord appeared to Abraham. The Lord will appear to someone tonight. Amen. And maybe what you might hear is that my daughter walk before me and be perfect. Amen. At least the beginning of good things, right? Amen. Uh -huh. Okay, go ahead. I said unto him, uh -huh. I am the Almighty God. Uh -huh. Walk before me uh -huh. and be thou perfect. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Brother Sinachi, please come. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Walk before me and be thou perfect. I will stay here, be walking like this. Turn to your right. Turn to your right. Go, keep going forward. Turn to your right again. And to your left. To your left. Walking in the spirit. It is the spirit. It's like a remote control. As you are driving, it's controlling you. It's like remote control. Turn to the left, turn to the right. Go back to your sister. Walk daily in the spirit. You want to please God in this wicked world, you must walk in the spirit. If you won't walk in the spirit, you can't please God. So Father Abraham, he messed up in chapter 16. And then in chapter 17, the next thing was that, walk before me and be perfect. God didn't say that to him before. It was after he has yielded himself to sin. Does it mean that God approved? God did not approve it. Since, uh, you know, that's a permissive way. Say uh, that's what you and your wife want. Go and have it. Go and have it. Just go. And we know the consequence. 
Brethren, when you walk in the spirit, what you are simply doing is that you are simply saying, Lord, let your perfect will be done. Many of us know what God is saying. You are just saying, Lord, speak. You want him to change his mind like Balaam. And you know what was attracting Balaam? The, the honorarium. <laughs> honorarium. A man of God, we bless your life today. We just want to thank you. Oh, you're such a wonderful ministration today. Uh, take this. God told him, don't go. You see, uh, uh, should I go? Permission. And at the point, go, okay, go. He did not even pay attention. Then God again sent an angel. And then his ass could not move forward. And he was upset at him. And he said, ah, Oga. <laughs> you, are, you, are, what, you are beating me. What did I do to you? I will, he, said, he said, I will beat you the more. He said, but you are not moving. He said, can't you see, sir? Sir, in broad daylight, you used to see before. What has happened now? You are no longer seen as before. He's the only man that has not seen. Because God was not with him. He was, you know, God had told him the perfect way. Don't curse the people that have not cursed. I have blessed Jacob. Nobody can curse him. And he still decided, eh, God, should I go? And God said, okay, go. When you walk daily in the spirit, you are seeking the perfect will of God in everything. Not your own permissive will. They said they wanted the king. Samuel was sorrowful. And God said, don't be angry. It is not you they rejected. It is me. So no problem. They wanted king. Give them king. Permissive will of God. That is what is happening in the life of many Christians. And it's a sign of the flesh. When you already know the truth, you know what you are supposed to do. Yeah, you, you are saying, in the name of Jesus. Sakraba. Atusabra. Atusabra. And you come back again. God, should I go? What I said before. And then you see them walking into church. God, are you sure you are there? And the Holy Spirit will say, I am here. I'm here. Rise up on your feet. Would you pray and say, Lord, lay your hand on me and mortify this flesh. And let's sing this song. Please pray. We don't have time. There's still one more point, but we will leave it. Seek God's kingdom daily. God's kingdom is in two dimensions. There's a life that we are living in this world. God's kingdom. He said the kingdom is already inside of you. There is a life that we are going to live here after. God's kingdom. But we won't look into that. Touch my body, my soul, my spirit. Breathe on me. Ayaba. Touch my body, my soul, my spirit. Breathe on me. Hey. Lay your hands on me, dear Lord. Breathe on me. Make that a silent prayer. This flesh has to go, sir. sir if you want to please God, like Enoch. Are you praying? Touch my body. Touch my body, my soul, my spirit. 
breathe on me, touch my body, won't you lay your head? I want you to make that your prayer. Just silently. Because I want us to pray. Just silently. Thank you, choir. Pray. Pray, pray, pray. Mortify the flesh. You see little problem and your faith is shaking. And you say you have faith. I have faith. I'm born again. Which born again? Are you born again? And you cannot trust God. Even for small problems. Your faith is shaking just for small problem. You are not consulting the, you know, uh, you know, begin to find friends to consult, begin to find Google to consult for a solution. You can't trust God for small, pro small problem. And you say you have faith. Which born again did you receive? Say, Lord, lay your hand on me. I want to please you. It's possible to please God, but your flesh must be tame. Won't you lay your hands on me? Aya no coco, manana, nanana, mayaro, rara, rara, rara. Won't you lay your hands on me? Maya lelo. It is the flesh that sees offense. A dead man does not see it. It is flesh that fights for position. As we see in the church of God today. That is not the will of God. Won't you lay your hands on me? Will breathe on me. <laughs> Won't you lay your hands on me? Ay, 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 ay. Are you praying? Are you praying? There's no time. Won't you lay your hands on me? Daddy. You told me you have faith. You are born again. You are born again. Praise God. We thank God that you are born again. But what is the result of you being born again? Won't you lay your hands on me? Daddy. Ah! Please lay your hands on me. Crucify this flesh. Oh, let this flesh leave me alone. Breathe on me. Won't you lay your hands on me? Breathe on me. You are here. You are struggling with flesh. You know it. You know it. Let us not deceive ourselves. No wonder, no wonder God said, How could in a church the body of Christ, few people making heaven? Why the flesh? After all this labor, won't you lay your hands on me? Read on me. You're here, you know, you don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That is the beginning of pleasing God. You want to accept Christ? 
you want God to break that yoke of flesh, please come forward. You want, you want to accept Jesus into your life? Also join them. Lay them at the cross. That is the solution. The solution is not in Google. It's not even in the book that you are studying in the university. At the cross. Come lay that flesh on the cross. Say, Lord, I'm bringing it. That old man. Breathe on me. Lay hands on me, the Lord. You know you need help. Please come forward. You want to make Jesus your Lord and Savior? Join them. Say, Lord, crucify this flesh. Some of you, instead of you growing in the spirit, you are growing in the flesh. Ah, and you want to please God. Are you growing in the spirit or you are growing in the flesh? Won't you lay your hands on me? Breathe on me. Lay it at the cross. Don't joke with this moment. Lay it. Lay, say, Lord, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing Mr. Flesh to the cross. Won't you lay your hands on me? Breathe on me. Come and lay down. Come and lay down. Lay your hands on me, dear Lord. Breathe on me. Maybe you are fighting unbelief. It's a sign of the flesh. Come and lay down at the cross now. Can I tell you, you don't have, you don't have the synergy to overcome the flesh yourself. If you can, you will have overcome. Even Paul prayed three times. Even Moses prayed too. Lay down. Any little thing you pick offense is sign of the of the of, of, of the flesh. And you want to enter the kingdom of God. Won't you lay your hands on me? Lay them down as you come before the cross. Lay them down. Say, Lord, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it. Mention them, be specific. Don't joke with the moment. Jesus is here. Won't you lay your hands on me? Read on me. You are still struggling with fornication. It's a sign of the flesh. There is no too shortcut about it. Leave all the messages about grace, 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 grace. Forget about them. Let us be real. Won't you lay your hands on me? The cross is the coordinating axis to breaking the yoke of the flesh. Lay down. Little thing provokes you, lay down at the cross. You can't even control your, and you call yourself a Christian. What kind of Christian? Which Jesus did you receive? And you are still enjoying sin. 
you enjoy sin and you say you are born again. Which born again did you receive? I don't know your own. Two more minutes. Please pray. I congratulate you, brethren in the front. You want to join them? Join them and lay it down at the cross. Is a sign you are saying bye bye to Mr. Flesh. Won't you lay your hands on me? Breathe on me. Just lay your One more minute. One more minute. Pray, pray, pray. That, that is the only way. Brethren, that is the only way. I don't know how I still, no, there's no other way. Or somebody takes your thing. I said, who, who took my things here? I'm going to scatter this place. Ah, Christian born again. Ah. And you are going to heaven. <laughs> and God will say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I know you not. Because you are full of the flesh. Won't you lay your hands on me? You will hear Christians saying they can kill you. Christian, born again, tongue speaking. Ah, it's not the same heaven. Father, this is your sons and daughters that have come to lay before you. Break the yoke of the flesh over them that they may please you. Break the yoke of the flesh. As you are rising up, you are rising up to victory. You are rising up to victory. And you will remember today for good. You will remember it. If I say talking, God said that I should tell you that he's going to visit you. He's going to visit you. Because the flesh is an hindrance to God's visitation in a man's life. As you are rising up, you are rising up to victory. Rise up to your feet and go back to your seat. Won't you lay your hands on me? Breathe on me.